Hi, I'm Ian, co-founder at Dig Insights and president of Dig's innovation insights platform, Upside. Welcome to Dig In. Dig In is the place to stay up to date on what's happening in the world of innovation, research, and technology, to find inspiration from today's business and innovation leaders, and to properly dig into hot topics that matter for consumer brands right now. And when applicable, we'll bring our own research to that conversation. Welcome back to this week's episode of Dig In. I'm Megan, the marketing director here at Dig Insights, and I am joined by Adam Faulkner today, who is the founder of Creative AF. Adam, how are you doing? Hello there, Megan. I'm very good, thanks. It's uh, very nice to be here. Oh, well, we're happy to have you. Um, Can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are um, and a little bit about Creative AF and the work that you do? Yeah, well, you know, I could go right back to the beginning, you know, from birth, obviously done a lot in my life. Um, but uh, no, This I'm is going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll probably just not do that. But um, I'll stick to the more recent past, I guess. But, you know, I've, I've I've had a I've had I've had a few different careers in, in uh, media, actually. So I used to kind of be a, a newspaper journalist and a TV producer and following a, a big adventure um, across the world on my bicycle. Um, when I, I cycled from London to Tokyo in 2018 and over 2019, I decided to take the plunge and start my own business, which is something that I've always wanted to do. And my parents had their own business in advertising, funnily enough. So I've just, it all roads led to that. And um, yeah, I basically started Creative AF in uh, March 2020, two weeks before the uh, world, well, the country and indeed the world went into a almost you know a, a state of lockdown which it which seems like a terrible time to start yeah. a business really but I mean you it's, know what? I, it's I risky it I love the riskiness yeah it was a bit risky um I, I say risky I did I decided to do it um before I knew that was going to happen so then it was kind of like ah here we go but you know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did um I believe personally I believe in in being you know with within restrictions you can be creative and sometimes that actually can help you because you don't have as much choice and, and and you know the possibilities aren't endless so you have to work with what you have and I believe in being quite resourceful in that way awesome and what kind of work do you guys do like what does creative AF do for oh, yeah. their clients uh, of course I, sh- I should explain that um so creative AF stands for creative as fuck but I'm very lucky because my initials are actually AF. So I can have this little play with people where people go, for, for real? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I my... didn't even realize that. That's so funny. I love that. They're just, they're just my initials. I'm like, what do you mean? And then they're like, yeah, come on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's as they say in France, it's a, it's a double entendre. So um, yeah, it's, I, I am basically, uh, you know, a huge audiophile. Like I love music and I love sound. And a lot of people say that, but like, I, I love making it, you know, like I, this is a, basically a production company um, that makes music videos for brands. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to condense it into like a kind of digestible term. So it's like, it's making video content and it's making bespoke music for all of that video content, because as I explained, I, I'm an audio file. 
and I believe that you know in this world you know bespoke bespoke video which we all you know people make for, in production companies deserves bespoke music so it's born out of a love uh, for music and sound which is why we make the music ourselves you know we want video content to have the, the best sound possible and have sound that represents the brands that we work with rather than just you know looking in the almost in the you know the stock music libraries that exist out there which are a great asset and a, and a great resource but I, I don't believe that that's the way I want to do things so I don't basically love that and like not to go too into detail but what kinds of brands do you typically work with like what, what kinds of clients do you have on your roster so it's, it's it, predominantly because of covid we worked with a lot of food and drink brands because um it was it was we could film those things <laughs> right it was yeah, very yeah. difficult to be around a lot of people not well, people any people uh during covid you know it, it feels a bit different now things are a bit more open but back then it was like don't leave your house because we're all gonna die um so i i basically and as i said i started the business during covid so i had to, what i did was i identified things that couldn't catch covid i.e products <laughs> and then got them <laughs> to send them to me uh, at home. And um, we, we were very lucky, I was very lucky. I lived with a, a mixologist uh, who's one of my best friends. And we built a bar in the garden um, during the, the, the first lockdown in the UK in, in um, 2020. And we, we were like, well, we need, we'll build a bar because you know, we need a bar, who does need a bar? And then we'll, we'll, ma we'll make videos from the bar and then okay. it just kind of it escalated from there, really. And we, we picked up some actual clients, which was strange because it was like, well, you know, what's going on here? And then it just <laughs> kind of went from there, really. And we were very, you know, it was a, it, it was a very fortuitous situation. But I think that we endeavoured to make something happen. Uh, and I think when you do, you know, fortune favours the brave. So we... We, we, we developed a, a roster of a lot, a lot of drinks clients and food clients. And then over time, it's kind of diversified now because, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And I, I love variety. So I believe the concept of what we're doing can, can work with, you know, any brand. It doesn't I don't want it to just be food and drinks. We've just done a project with Amnesty International, which is obviously a very worthy charity. But the concept works for them because we've just done it with them. So I, I'm I'm excited about doing it with any any brand any company in any sector yeah. because the concept is is the same but this you know the, the 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 sound and the vision is different for each of them because like not each not every company and brand has the same sound you know or yeah you know and i'm making these music videos you know bespoke for each of these brands or you know in whatever sector is is an exciting concept i think for people and one in which they've not really thought about it before yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, in a previous conversation we had, we kind of discussed how how important sound can be or is when it comes to branding. And I definitely want to dive into that in a bit. But from your perspective, this, you know, you describe yourself as an audiophile. Why is sound so important to you? Um, and why is it so important, I guess, for it to be prioritized when you're thinking about uh, video content? It, sound is important to me because it's uh it's it's an emotional language you know music and sound it's like it's got the ability to evoke powerful emotional responses you know from chills to thrills to 
you know, to tears, to, you know, just like euphoric joy. It's, it's just, it's, it's amazing whether you're like somewhere where music's being played and you're physically there or you're actually watching something, you know, on, on, on your television or, or you know, a, a film or on TV or whatever. It just, if you take that, that away, it feels very different. If, it sometimes doesn't feel like anything at all because actually the, the emotion's coming from the sound. So when I decided, um, you know, to, to, to kind of start Creative AF and get that off the ground, I, I knew how important sound was going to be for it and, and and basically the huge driving force behind you know what what we wanted to do um so yeah i, I it's it's exciting I, I really enjoy it yeah um i know mark ritson just put up this post about sonic branding and which brands in the uk are doing it well and which aren't um and to be honest, it's not something as a marketer myself, it's not something I've thought a lot about sonic branding. Like I haven't thought about sound as much. Um, and we had previously discussed, you know, it's it's sometimes an afterthought when you think about, um, you know, producing a video, like I work in B2B SaaS, so it's a bit different, but we might produce an animated video. And, you know, once we've got all the video content complete, we might think, oh, it'd be good to have some sound overlaid on top of this. Um, why do you think it is that way? Why do you think it has been such an afterthought um, when it comes to creating campaigns or creating sort of video content? I've um, honestly, Megan, done um, you know, a fair amount of research, um, as in I just talk to people, you know, it's the best way to, to, to kind of find out the information you're after. And, and the word afterthought has not necessarily been brought up by me. Some other people have used it. And then I've gone, yeah, that's which is strange because you would, you would think that they'd exist, you know, side by side, the, the visual and the, and the kind of audio identity. But I think for something so emotive and powerful, as I've just said, you know, a sound is so emotive, so powerful. It's crazy that that's the case because, you know, you're missing out on, whatever percentage of your of the human senses and by not using not using it I'm, and I don't mean not using it at all because sometimes silence is powerful you know it's it, it's it what I'm saying is that if there's no real thought or creative impetus behind it if it's just kind of hacked on to the end that's not really going to work because it does it doesn't connect with it's not going to connect with what you've made um so so how is it supposed to connect with the people who are kind of you know watching it or listening to it and I think people can be so focused on the visual, they don't think about their other senses sometimes. And a project can get so far down the line and then they start thinking about it at the end. It should be there at the start. I, I, I just, and don't get me wrong, not everyone does that. But, you know, I don't want to, it's not hard enough fast. 100% of people are doing it wrong, they're doing this. But in my opinion, it should be at the start and it should be bespoke because that way you can craft something unique and, and, and you can change it like to be whatever you want it to be. When you when you're using music that you know stop music like you know stop music like that, the risk is a it doesn't quite fit and you can't change it. So you're just kind of shoehorning it in. You're listening to I don't know however many tracks are there, and you're just basically going I don't know if I like any of these by the end because you just you just your mind's going I don't know what <laughs> trying to take in too much. Because it's not music that you know and like, it's music that you've never heard of. And actually, you don't even really know how you feel about it. It's not like a famous song. Anyway, 
And then the second point is um, anyone else has got access to that as well. So they're not special. So anyone could pick. I, I hear the same music on different things. And I know because my ear remembers it. I remember things, you know, audio, uh, audio, you know, music and sound and audio is very memorable. If it gets, you know, stuck in your head, you will always remember it. You know, I, you mentioned Mark Ritson, that article that he was talking about sonic branding, all of those brands, um, you know, it, it's kind of like they have very recognizable you know audio identities and it might be a yeah. jingle and i think a jingle can sound quite cheap sometimes it's a bit like oh it's a jingle but if you know what it is and it's stuck in your head you know it's doing the job you know and it might be annoying but actually it works because you can kind of remember exactly what that brand is and sometimes you just sing it to yourself like yeah <laughs> i feel like jingles jingles when i was growing up ages ago like they kind of had their time in the limelight I feel like yeah. they were they were so popular now the idea of a jingle like I mean I still remember the jingle for a local optician in my neighborhood I lived in like a small little town um and now like I you know if I heard it again I'd be able to recite it to you I won't because I won't put the listeners through that but um it's pretty powerful stuff but they kind of went out of vogue like I feel like they got uncool um, but you're kind of seeing them come back a little bit. I think, I think, um, I, I just want to kind of say that jingles, uh, are, they are musical identities, but they're not, they're not, I'm not suggesting that we just write jingles. That's not yeah. what we do. What I'm saying is I, I have, we have done that. Like we can write jingles and pieces of music like that. But what I'm saying is if that's what's required, then yes, that's all the creative process totally. after it. Then of course we do that. But you know it's sonic branding audio branding goes beyond that it's like i was watching uh, netflix last night and the first when you turn netflix on that mm -hmm. has got an identity an audio identity because it's got like that like drum and it goes you know it's like yeah. and you, you just know it it's not it's not really a jingle it's just sound but it's weird how if you closed your eyes and got that and that played somewhere you'd know exactly what it is and i think it's just it's attaching memorable, um, you know, all, all the big companies have an audio identity. Like you just know it. Like, you know, um, like what's a good example? Like, you know, uh, Coca Cola, um, you know, McDonald's. You know, I'm loving it. You know, it's like you just, it's, it's just yeah. three words. But it's just like, and it's actually in every country. But it's it's bespoke for that. And it's it's just it's just ways of making you remember things. And I think because we're hu human beings is so visual you're relying on this like and we're being bombarded with so much stuff how are you supposed to remember like all yeah. the things that you see so actually my argument is um if you do things for the ears and i remember them better than on what i see so and actually not that many people are doing it so if you actually do it maybe you make there's a chance a very good chance that people will remember what you're trying to show them more than what you know for, if you do it yeah. this way uh, and that's that's my arg it's an argument it's a, it's my theory but i think it's i think it, it would work for me so why would it yeah. not work else, you know? and it feels a little bit like a not not a forgotten sense but to a certain extent it does feel a little bit forgotten we've talked about how within other agencies processes 
um, sound can be an afterthought when they're coming up with the campaign. And yeah. you kind of worked in that space and you've talked to people, you know that. But what I guess as someone who doesn't create video content and doesn't um, work on the agency side and come up with these, these campaigns um, creatively, like how do you change the process of developing a campaign to prioritize sound within within those kids. Do you know what I'm asking you? Like, yeah, how does I, that I, work I, in terms I, of process? So, so, so one of the things I like, I do, or like to do at the, at the start of a development process, you know, with a, say it's with a, a new client or a brand or a new brand, and it, it's at the start of the development process is get a feel for both the visual and the audio. Now, when you speak to that brand, it's very, they're very clear on what it looks like. They're very clear. They're like, these are the colors and, you know, this is this is our brand identity, and you know, they've they've already got like all these images that they've had taken by someone, and you're going, yeah, okay, I get that, yeah, yeah. Whether it be a food and drink brand or a lifestyle brand, what whatever it is, they've got it in abundance for you to look like a whole guide, like pages and pages of it, and you're like, yeah, I get that. But then I'll say, you know, well, I know what it looks like, but I'll ask you, what does it sound like? And they just people just kind of go. You know they're not really sure what to say because they've never been asked that before so it's not a question brands are used to being asked so it makes them think about their own brand in a different way because they've never had to answer that question before and it's a fun process that means you know we get to talk creatively about the sound of their brand you know what mood does the brand convey you know if you had to put it in a you know what genre or what artist would you you know if you could get an artist to play, make you a song that you know, who would it be? That's what a good question that I ask people. So we can kind of work out what it does sound like and what it definitely doesn't sound like. And then you kind of like end up refining this process where, you, you know, you, you kind of drum it down into, you know, the, the, this kind of clearer vision. And I think with, with, with the visual, they give you so many cues that you've, it's very difficult to get that wrong. Do you know what I mean? And, and I obviously that, I'm not trying to say that there isn't any creative impetus on the visual side from us. Of course there is, but you've got so much to go off already. So you just go, right. But then you bring in all this sound sound as well. And you're creating this more rounded piece, which they know is going to look right because you've, you've already given you, they've given you that information, but then you add in the sound as well. And, and the, you know, the music and they just, they're going on this different journey. Um, I have to reference one of, one of our, you know, long-standing client here, Sipsmith Gin. Uh, it's a it's a gin brand from London. Um, you know, it's 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 done very very well. You know, recently, and um, you know, it's a very classy brand, and it's got its own identity. You know, it's 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 got a swan as its kind of like um, brand ambassador. They do incredibly you know good television ads with with like animation and, and all that stuff. So over the last eighteen months, we we've probably written. I'd say between 15 and 20 different pieces of music to go with all the content we've made for them. We know their sound because we worked it out from the beginning. It's like an old world jazz with some gypsy swing. And I mean, if people are, you know, people are listening, they'll go, okay, well, you know, what does that sound like? And I'll be like, well, you'd have to watch all the, <laughs> have to watch all the, all the videos, but <laughs> we that's just, what we uh, this, this podcast just becomes us playing old yeah. world this jazz is, with Jimmy yeah. Swing. <laughs> but it's it's fun because you you know you have to 
you have to delve into this, um, you know, this kind of process and experience, and it makes it. it I, I'm, you know, it's it's offering a, a different way of doing it, and and I think I love doing both because I like putting the both of the two things together. I mean, recently, uh, I think I mentioned Amnesty International, the charity, earlier, but we we, we just done a project with them. It's a branded video campaign, and we needed a soundtrack that worked for them. Um, you know, we had a consultation process and then created a playlist. We often do that as well, create a playlist, which who doesn't like a playlist, you know? That's cool. But, so basically the, the playlist would, is it is it options? Like I'm picturing this almost yeah. like a branding process. So it's yeah, like- Yeah, so it, it, it'll be, well, that, this, yeah, the branding process, you know, after the consultation, the questions, it'll be like, you put together this playlist and it's just, you know, it's like, it's it's bespoke as in the songs on it are based on this consultation process. And then obviously, you know, we can kind of go back and forth a bit, but people like listening to music that you, you know, that they think represents their brand. And then we went away and, and made this track and, and, and the video obviously to go with it. And, you know, and they absolutely, they loved it. And, you know, you're left with a bespoke piece of content, both for the eyes and the ears. So I, I love the process. I mean, I'm just, if you just, as someone who just creates things, I love the process. Forget what it is as a business. I just love doing that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like as a way to spend my time because it's just like you feel like you're you feel like you're soundtracking your own films, which I love. So, but this is not a film, and it's not a drama, and it's not a TV program. It's it's advertising, and that's what I want. You know, want it to be, and what it is, and what what, what future projects are going to be. And I think. Because it, because it's quite unique in what we're doing, I, as I said, I, look, I, Megan, I've not reinvented the wheel. Like I've just, I'm just, I've got these skills and I like doing them together. And I just think it's more, you know, it's quite a powerful and emotive thing. And as I said, there's so many different brands to work with out there in so many different sectors and industries. And I, I'd love the opportunity to to try, you know, anything in that space because they're all a bit different. Yeah. I mean, we've kind of referenced this. Um, we could talk about Sip Smith because uh, I didn't know previously that you worked on them. And I, I actually do kind of have a sense of what their sound is from just seeing the, the campaigns. Um, but other than Sip Smith, who do you think kind of doing sound really well? Let's not say, you know, it's not specific to jingles. It could, could be a jingle, but who's doing sonic branding um, particularly well in your eyes? Uh, so I'm I'm a big fan of, of of Apple and I always have been because I'm not I'm not talking about like oh I love an iPhone or I love a Mac I mean I do I do like their products it's not it's not that it's more I'm talking about you know they kind of they market themselves as as, as innovators really and and that's how people see them and I and I I think that's completely fair I think they are I think they use sound incredibly well I, I remember because I'm a kind of iPod child you know so I remember like when that came out because you know mp3 players were like very basic little devices that you know you couldn't really put that many songs on and then suddenly there was the iPod and you could have like 10,000 songs I was just like wow what is this personal library but I remember the old iPod adverts and um, they were basically um the one that really sticks in my head was was it was like a kind of coloured background with like a kind of silhouetted um, people like 
Yeah, like, like, I remember like, that. Like animations, silhouette, silhouetted animations of people with uh, earphones on dancing to, 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 to different music. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just works. I mean, it wasn't bespoke music, but it was, it was Jet, actually. It was Jet, Are You Going to Be My Girl? And I remember that and it just worked so well. And you just I remember think, that campaign. It worked so well. <laughs> you know, it maybe it could have been, I don't know, maybe it could have been any song, but but they obviously chose, I don't know, they, that's what they chose and it's memorable. And that was 20 odd years ago. So <laughs> it just shows you how it it sticks in your head. And I think they just continue, they did it. They use, they've just done an advert and there's a, there's a guy in America cycling around this is very recent. There's a guy cycling around and I don't know the track. I've never heard it. And I, I looked it up and it's it's a it's a little known, you know, rapper, I think. And and it's but it's great because you don't know the song. But then you know, it, it, it's not but I remember the song and, and when you look online, people are like, What's this song? What's this song? What's this song? And it's because they want to know what the song is, and that's why it's making you kind of search for what it is, you know, and I think they, they, I mean, Apple, yeah, let's just say they do it. And they continue to do it to this day, as in even just a few weeks ago. You know, other, other big companies, they know what they're doing. You know, I, I'd, I'd argue that some of the big companies like Coca-Cola and McDonald's don't actually even need to do any marketing, but they obviously like, you know, they want to because they like to. You know, I, I people just go to McDonald's anyway, whether you advertise it or not. But, you know, it's like, the Coca-Cola kind of holidays are coming song. Just that, that's, you know, every Christmas you're like, that's there. And, you know, it, it, that's like a whole song, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not like the jingle, but like, you know, there are, you know, and then as I mentioned before, McDonald's with I'm loving it. And I, I also have to give um, a special mention to the Cadbury's gorilla advert from a few years ago, where there's basically a gorilla playing the drums and it's the, the, it's like a Phil Collins song and you're just like, this has got nothing to do with anything. But, yeah. you know, I mean, people talk <laughs> about guerrilla marketing. That is literally guerrilla marketing, but it was just so, I loved it because of the music, you know. I mean, if it's just a guerrilla, like, just, it's like, what is that? But actually, it was just so, so well done. And I, 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 I'm drawn to any, any kind of piece of advertising that, you know, uses music or sound very well. Sometimes I think, I can find it a bit of a turn off when it's just like I'm not really getting much from these adverts, but I listen intently with my ears to every piece of advertising. But these are like, you know, mammoth international companies. Uh, but there's no reason why this can't trickle down, in my opinion, to, to smaller companies to make content that's memorable and, and got that hook. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess going back to the Apple example, um, we talked about that that ad with Jet the jet song and then we talked about the more recent one and obviously this is years and years in between right like their brand oh, yeah. their brand has evolved but do you think there's something distinctly quote apple about the sound that they use because i guess i'm trying to align you know what they they might have done 15 20 years ago with what they're doing now like do you yeah as someone who works with sound all the time is there something distinctly apple about the selections they're making or um the way that they've integrated like artist music with you know stuff that you wouldn't necessarily have heard previously yeah i think i think they just i mean i think predominantly um 
they they are excellent at like matching up music that already exists with you know something that that for basically advertises their cause because i feel like you know i, I read a book uh, recently um called start with why and the guy who wrote that he loves apple like he absolutely he's always going on about like how apple are you know championing their why and not talking about they're not always telling them telling you about what they're doing and how they're doing it they're just like this is why we do it we're innovators we we want to be you know and that is how people see them and they, they put that out there so i think with with music it's not like they choose it's not like they're choosing like oh this is the biggest song at the moment because actually i don't think that really aligns with their kind of brand you know identity to just go well this is a really popular song so we might as well use it to further our cause which i actually think other people would do more like they're just like well people like this song so we might as well stick that on there yeah i don't know if you remember um well you remember the song it was the most popular song for about two years you know uptown funk oh you know yeah, and, yeah. and that and that obviously you know this is a different conversation but you know how expensive that would be to license for your you know for your advertising however what ended up happening i think was people it got watered down because a lot of people just kept using it like because they're like oh we love that song you know but yeah. it, it, is that really what you wanted is that really what you want to do so going back to your question about apple i think they 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 just you they, they know music well or whoever's doing this for them with them knows music well and what you know they, they choose music very very well I'd, I'd have to go through you know their, their back catalogue to find if they if they actually wrote something or wrote you know wrote pieces of music that were bespoke because you know their sounds their audio identity is you know is on all their products there's there's there's, there's a sound for, for apple but i just think that their choice of music is is exemplary on the things that they're doing i think I can't remember the song, but there was they brought out a new iMac, I think, um, earlier, well, late last year. And that was like a kind of music video for an iMac. And that, that's what I kind of, I lo I really enjoyed it because it was like, it, it, I can't remember the song. Yeah. Fortunately, but it, it was a lot of color, different colored iMacs just kind of basically dancing. And, you know, it's, it's it, it aligns with stuff that I, I as I say, I, I, I like to make and I'm putting myself on that same, um, you know, in the same bracket as Apple, but it, it would be a, a dream brand for, for me to work with. If, if I know you haven't asked me that, but I am saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad, glad we got that out there. If someone from Apple is listening, which I highly doubt they are, maybe they'll reach out. Yeah. Um, okay, talking a little bit about Creative AF, you know, you've kind of carved out this niche for yourselves as people who really know how to work with video and sound and make mm. them harmonious together. Mm. What does, you know, you've grown a lot over the last couple of years since the pandemic began. What does the future hold? You know, what's on the horizon for you guys? So, I mean, I feel like this year feels like the first out of the, so, you know, so the, the first after the first two, which were very COVID, cent, you know, centric. I feel like it. Hopefully, this year will feel like a lot more of a normal year for everyone. Obviously, like in their lives, you know. But then, as a business, it it creates more possibilities because you know you've got people, you know, sanction, you know, kind of actioning the projects rather than being like, well, you, 
you, you know, I'll have to wait and see, you know, yeah. you know. And that's been that's been underlying the whole time. So, you know, when you're working with restrictions, you have to do what you can. But like, I mean, everyone feels this, you know, it's when it's like you must work from home and it's like you must it's like how are you supposed to do ambitious things if you basically can't go anywhere? So um, I think in terms of that, it will only the possibilities will only increase. So I'm very, very pleased about that. I mean, one thing I'm very keen to do is, is and I am doing, is, is expanding our network of creatives, um, both for the, the visual and the audio, because I want the process to be one of, you know, collaboration and have different creatives with different but fantastic skills working together, because it's easy for me to go, well, I, I can do both of these things, but I have certain ideas another person will have different ideas and that's what creativity should be like you know actually I don't want to do make every single thing piece of content because actually there might be someone better suited to make that you know that next jazz piece I mean I, I can't play every instrument in the world <laughs> and actually you know it, it's great to work I love collaborating with other people I think that's that makes that will make a more unique piece and so that that's what I want I'd love to you know I want to work with different people on the visual and I work with different people on the audio so that's a big thing but now I feel I'm in a, in a, in a position to do that so that's that's really exciting and I, I'm you know I'm confident um you know the niche is there in, in working yeah. with brands on this dual purpose and getting them to think a bit outside the box to you know to develop their the, you know the, the not just the what, what the brand looks like but what it sounds like as well because you have to, well, we have to think, you have to think like when you're trying to tell people to think about something that they never thought about, it's not always the take, you know, the take on, the take up from that is not going to be immediate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it's a bit like if, if you're asking someone to think about something that they've never thought about, some people don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and that's, that's what I have to admit, you know, you have to sometimes explain. And I think, you know, I think offering something different will always be of interest to people you know but it's they have to understand what that journey it looks and sounds like you know and that's what I'm trying to ask people to to envisage so it's it's a bit conceptual I get yeah. that but but it's not as clear as like okay I'll make you a video or you know it's like yeah but you know so so I think I think for this year you know things are looking a lot you know very bright and I, I look forward to kind of you know, working with different people on, on these projects and, 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 and having that core concept at its heart because the ones that do get it, they really do get it. And I love that. And it's, it makes the whole experience for all of us, us making it and the people we're making it for. They just they just seem to really enjoy it. And I think that that's, that's great. You know, I, I, I want it to be a creative, collaborative process. So, yeah, looking like it's going to be a good one, Megan. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, if people want to check you out or check out what Creative AF is up to, where should they where should they go? Um, yeah, I mean the website is uh, you know the the best place. You know it's uh, www.creativeaf.co. So it's not .com or .co.uk, which it is in the UK. It's creativeaf.co. And yeah, I mean I, I love to connect with people and just have a conversation and, and anyone who wants to talk to me about music and sound and, and, and this, you know, it doesn't always have to be a business thing. I just love talking about it. So yeah, anyone wants to get in touch and drop me a line, I'll, I'll be more than happy to chat. Awesome. 
Thank you so much. We will be back next week. And um, Adam, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dig In. If you want more information about Dig Insights or Upside, please check us out on LinkedIn or at our websites at diginsights.com or upside.com. If you have any ideas for future episodes or would like to be a guest, please feel free to direct message me through the LinkedIn app. Thank you.